Welcome back to Stuff They Should Have Taught You in School. I'm Monsui as always, and as always, they're done in one take. And unfortunately, the neighbor is doing some building work, so hopefully, they don't interrupt with some drilling because it has been loud. Anyway, the Dunning Kruger effect is essentially a cognitive bias, and this bias is where people who are more knowledgeable, people who are more skilled, actually underestimate their abilities, and people who are less skilled and less knowledgeable overestimate their abilities. And when I say more skilled or less skilled or more competent or less competent, I mean in a particular niche. So, for example, let's take, um, you know, ooh, accountancy, for example. People who maybe have only a small amount of knowledge in it will overestimate their abilities. And people who have got quite a lot of knowledge in it will underestimate their abilities. And this is quite an interesting one. It's often illustrated as a graph where the y-axis indicates competence or skill in a given area or field, and the x-axis represents self-assessed skill or confidence. And the graph typically is a U-shape, indicating that as, competent in or as competence increases, the self-assessment or the self-assessed competence actually becomes more accurate. It's important to note that these that this is actually a tendency. It's not a hard and fast rule. It doesn't mean that it always happens. And it falls in line with the sort of saying that is the more you know, the more you the more you know, the more you think that you don't know much. Which is interesting because we know that we can't know everything in life, can we? And um, the more that you do start to learn things, you more you realize that there's so much more to learn. Whereas people who are, you know, maybe haven't learned that much, think that they're a know-it-all. And you find this in business as well, as you find that the, that the young people come in and then they think that they know so much and the old people don't really like that. And then there's a disconnect there. Um, so how do we actually use this? We now know that, okay, if we're less skilled in a given area, perhaps we'll overestimate our abilities. And if we're more skilled in a given area, perhaps we'll underestimate our abilities. How do we actually use this? Well, obviously self-awareness is number one. Reflect on your own skills and knowledge as objectively as possible. Now we can't get fully objectively because we already have our own biases, but you can consider seeking feedback from others to gain a more accurate understanding of your abilities. You want to be, be open to learning more and recognizing that expertise is a continuous journey. You know, this is a continuous development. Kaizen, the Japanese principle, continuous learning, improving all the time because change, change is always happening. You have to be always continuously learning. Often you may have a bias, so i.e. X causes Y, but it's wise to actually reverse that and search for reasons why that's not the case, i.e. Why does X not cause Y? So you think X causes Y or X equals Y or something happens there. So you want to be searching on Google. Why is that not the case? Um, for example, I had one where someone was saying to me, oh, you know, if you lift weights under the age of 18, well, I thought if you lift weights under the age of 18, um, then maybe it stunts your growth. So in that bias i will now search why is that not the case why you know why you know why is this a myth if effectively number two we want to be setting realistic goals and uh, one way to do this is to have high low range goals so instead of saying i'm going to lose three pounds you're going to say i'm going to lose between two and four pounds and then you have a range 
um, when you're setting the goals, you know, you consider your actual level of competence and the actual steps required to achieve those goals. And you want to avoid set. There's a sweet spot with goals, right? Is you don't you don't want um, it's like Goldilocks, isn't it? One is just right. One is too much. One is too little. One is just right. So you want a little stretch enough. You want a stretch, but you want enough stretch so that you actually do more. It's a sweet spot, basically. So if you set a lower goal, it's too easy to do. If you set a higher goal, it's too hard to do and you get demotivated. So just in the middle where you're pushing yourself a little bit and uh, you, you accomplish more. It's similar to those sorts of things where you're like, oh, I wonder if I can just slightly squeeze the, um, the last episode I did. No, not the last. Two episodes ago, Parkinson's Law is similar to that where you like, work expands to fill the time allotted for it and flip that on its head if you essentially a lot less if you allocate more time and um, so if you allocate less time towards something then you're more likely to do it quicker so we can do that we can say okay normally it takes me an hour to clean the house can i do it in 45 minutes and again there's a sweet spot you don't want to say oh, can i do it in five minutes because it's unrealistic and you're going to be demotivated because you know that you're going to fail with that because it's just impossible to clean the whole house unless it's like a tiny house in five minutes um so you want to stretch yourself a little bit in terms of next one how to use it is teamwork and co collaboration and when you're actually collaborating with people you can sort of have this in the back of your mind that some people may overestimate their competence if they are less competent and the the fact that their own self-assessment of their competence le level may be inaccurate so you want to foster a sort of a culture of open communication here's my weaknesses here's my strengths and encourage in members of the team to share their own perspectives of their own abilities and moving on from that through effective leadership you know you can be aware again of the Dunning-Kruger effect and you can provide constructive feedback to help support these people, your team essentially while also leveraging the strengths of their team members so what that means is what i mean by that is essentially it's a it's the old thing isn't it you don't you don't take gold advice from a blacksmith so if you have a team people work towards their skill sets to their natural abilities so if you have someone that's good with numbers keep them in that if you have someone that's not that great with numbers then you know don't have them doing all the financing and the cash flow statements and all that stuff because basic stuff is just going to go oh straight over their head in terms of communication we can use this because we can be mindful of those potential misunderstandings <clears throat> or the potential disconnect essentially Oh no, the builders have started drilling. So the next two I had was just decision-making. Again, it's a similar sort of thing. It's a similar theme is that you just got to be aware of this. And I'll wrap up because I don't know how long this is going to be for. And I don't know how long it's going to, how loud it's going to be. So um, the last one I actually had, which is quite important, is continuous learning. We know why we want to be continuously learning. And maybe I'll do an episode just solely on that. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope this didn't distract you too much. Okay, I'll see you on the next episode.